It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, I'm Ron Johnson. This is the Ron Johnson Show, and you are listening to Locked On Sports, Minnesota's Podcast Network. And on today's Ron Johnson Show, we are going to talk about Irv Smith Jr. Is this going to be another one of those years where we just can't keep the players on the field? Is this going to be another one of those years where it's about the backups? Is this going to be another one of those years where people question every single move that's happened? You see Dalvin Cook, hand injury. People talking about the drills. You now see Irv Smith Jr. with surgery. People are talking about, man, we should have signed Kyle Rudolph. And then, of course, if this defense isn't better, people are going to question, should they have fired Mike Zimmer? All that coming up next on The Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. One of a kind opinions, big name guests, the teams you care about every 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 day. It's the Ron Johnson Show, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, and it starts now. Welcome to the Ron Johnson Show, and I'm your host, Ron Johnson. On today's show, we're going to have Gabe Henderson, Vikings insider, join us in just a bit. He's going to talk about everything so far. He also had a national TV hit debut. I want to get his takes on that and how that felt. Uh, we're going to talk about the Daily Three there are some big things happening. Yes, Russia is starting to let go a little bit. Does that mean Brittany Griner's coming back? Or is there another Minnesota sports figure that's found their way out of Russia? We're going to talk about the Twins and their pitchers. Four pitchers was not enough. People wanted them to trade for 10 pitchers. We're going to talk about that. And then, of course, there's injuries on the Minnesota Vikings in the Daily Three. But up first, as I bring Sam Extraman, my producer. Hey, Ron. Irv Smith. Irv Smith Jr., Sam, they could have had Kyle Rudolph, and I see the fans already starting to talk about this. Coach Kevin O'Connell made the comment, Irv Smith Jr. is out, and he will be back for the start of the season. That's what everybody says because nobody truly knows. Everybody says that because that's what trainers are supposed to say. They're supposed to try to get the player back as fast as possible. Now, this is one thing I will say, Sam, to this. I broke my fingers Numerous spots, dislocated, popped out the skin, had to be rushed to the hospital, had surgery. I was back in about a week. Now, I don't know how bad the thumb is because that is a different part, and it's a, it's a bigger bone. Uh, mine were just all three small, like pinky, ring finger, middle finger, and even my index finger all broken at some point. Bone popped out the skin. This one on this side yeah. and then these three on this side. Um, just bad. But I was able to come back in, a, in about a week. I did have to wear a cast, had this weird like tape thing on two fingers, but I was able to come back. When it comes to fingers, breaking fingers for, for, for certain positions like receiver, tight end, it's going to be about pain management. How much pain can he put up with? How much strength can he get back in that broken hand? He actually had surgery, so they did re uh, fix it. Again, I had surgery as well on my fingers, so I do know it's painful. It throbs at night. Uh, you're going to want to find a way to get through it, get some CBD. I mean, stay away from the Vicodins and all the Oxycontins they're going to try to give you. Uh, I had a finger surgery, and they tried to give me 30 Oxys. I don't need 30 Oxys for finger surgery. Um, but, hey, let's find a way to, to numb it, deal with it, and then you got to play through it. And that's going to be Irv Smith this season um, until that thumb, because the thumb is the weird spot. If you hit it again in that spot, it's always going to hurt a little bit. For those that play catcher growing up, or any baseball type, and that thumb is hurting during the year, 
every time it hits that spot, it's painful. You just got to grit through it and move on to the next, shake it off, keep going. Hopefully, you know, the surgery fixed what was wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be some scar tissue and some pain here and there throughout the season. Do the Vikings have enough at tight end, or is this a team that's going to become one, two, three receiver heavy, and then hopefully RB1 with Dalvin Cook is back on the field? But, hey, these injuries. I, I mean, I don't know. But, but Sam, I, I, I personally, right now, I'm not panicking. They're going to go through next week, play the – I mean, because 11 days, and we're going to be playing – the Oakland, or no, sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. It's still Oakland to me, mm-hmm. though. But they're going to be playing the Las Vegas Raiders in 11 days. So you're going to have football back. But when that season kicks off, September 11th, if Irv Smith Jr. is not what they think he's going to be, the Boo Birds will come out. People are going to question on Twitter. It's going to erupt. It's going to be interesting to see. But if they come out there, that, that, that September 11th game, and they look absolutely great because we heard the Packers' defense looks fast, I think fans are going to be like, man, we made the right decision. The defense looks good. The offense is good. The the cohesiveness is a team together. But I don't know. What do you think, Sam? I'm concerned about a couple things. Number one, the depth. I'm concerned that Johnny Munt of 10 career catches is your number two guy. Now he's your number one guy. Zach Davidson's the next guy in line. He's got zero career catches. Nick Muse is a rookie. It's not a deep room. And, And that's why they had some flirtations with Kyle Rudolph. And, yeah, not signing Rudolph looks a little bit bad right now that you let your guy, the guy who would have loved to come home and play in Minnesota, um, and who isn't the guy he used to be, but would have absolutely been able to step in and be a representative backup. I think that's a concern. I mean, I I think that if Irv Smith comes back week one, you're fine. Um, But you would also like Irv to get some repetitions in this offense, too. If they're going to be moving him all over the place – Tight end is a hard position to play, Ron. I mean, you mm-hmm. know this. Tight end's got to line up in line, slot, occasionally in the backfield, occasionally wide. Like, you just, you've got a lot of responsibilities and a lot of formations to learn. And to, for Irv to miss out basically on every padded practice here, all of the games, I, I think that's not great, especially when you're coming off a season-ending injury. So he's rusty. He's going to be rusty in week one. And you're going to need to lean on those backups who aren't exactly proven in this league. Yeah, and I do understand what Kevin Seifert was saying. Give him a wide berth. I think that's what they wanted the Vikings to do, to give Irv Smith a wide berth, meaning he can come in, be a star, not have to worry about Kyle Rudolph. Because at this point now, people will be screaming for Kyle Rudolph to be TE1. And if he has a great preseason, and if he has you know a, a good start to the season, does Irv Smith ever really get his wings? Does he ever really start to fly? Does he ever leave the nest? Or is he stuck behind... Big Daddy Bird, Kyle Rudolph, and 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 I see that now. I can I can see that's tough, especially if he's te one through training camp. How do you let the younger guy come in and say, okay, well I'm back, I, I, I'm I'm tight end one? It's like, no, you were you I I was a part of your draft group. You we drafted you. I was the man. You were my backup, and now I got to be your backup. Um, that's why a lot of teams cut veteran quarterbacks that aren't starters. They're like, look. We'd love to keep you as a backup. Your contract's not that big. You've renegotiated to just be that. But are you really going to do it? You know, are you going to teach? Some guys will, yes. Um, not say Kyle Rudolph is not one of those guys. Some guys will. Um, but you never know. I, I think if this was the old staff, they probably do sign Kyle Rudolph in that instance. I think mm-hmm. we, we saw a lot of that with Zimmer and, yeah. and Spielman. They signed a lot of guys. But, hey, the fact that. He's moved on now to the Bucks. Irv Smith now, you see, and you talk about Johnny Munt now being TE1. Um, 
I think we might see a lot more four receiver sets in that first game against the Raiders. I mean, not to say they don't want to show too much, but why not go four or five receivers and, and just see? Like, if you don't have a true tight end, your other running back is hurt. I mean, put Adam Thielen out there, Justin Jefferson, because you're only going to go, I mean, first game, maybe one or two series is my guess, because because this is not a team that can say veterans get to rest. Maybe they do, though, but I don't think they should because Kevin O'Connell is new, so he has to get used to calling the plays with those guys taking the plays from at least one or two series. And then the next game, maybe a half, um, but or th- three quarters for that matter. But when you look at Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, K.J. Osborne, uh, uh, Amir Smith-Marset, why not throw all four of those guys on the field and let them go? See what you have. Throw one running back in there or throw a tight end out there. But let's see what these four receivers can get done. I mean, that's the, it, it, this is the fast-paced offense we want. But now it's time to hang around Johnson. I got my man Gabe Henderson, Vikings insider, also host of the Ron Johnson Show whenever I'm out. Um, Gabe is going to talk about training camp. Quickly before we get to Gabe, Bet Online. Yes, it's your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info, all the odds, all the lines on all the games. You can go to the NFL page and get about a zillion lines on the upcoming season. That's incredible. Get reviews and news of every league. That's NFL, NBA, NHL, golf, esports, combat sports. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering info. Bet Online, head there today. Use your mobile device. That is where the game starts. And there he is. For those watching on YouTube, you can see the pretty face. For those listening on the uh, podcast, yeah, Gabe, you know you're a pretty dude, man. Like, I, I, that's the one thing I'll say. Like, <laughs> there's some reporters that are built for radio. And you're not one of them, man. Like, I, I got I to tip my hat to you, man. Like, especially as a receiver, we, we know how we get down. You know, I, I, you know, you keep the face lotion. You got the elbows nice and ready. You know, you know, you always prepare with the gear, whether it's the shoes or whatever, the fans screaming for Gabe when he walks out on the field. But how has that been, man? How's the fan? Because, you know, it's been a weird couple of years with COVID, and now you have true fan experiences. How is that out there with the fans right now and the Vikings players and coaches and all that stuff? Man, it's been different for sure. And I think just from covering from my perspective, um, this is my first normal year, right? Because the last two, my first year in 2020, there was no fans. And then last year, we were still trying to figure out, like, can we go here? Can we go there? But now that, like, player autographs are back or you see, like, uh, the handshake line where players get to uh, shake the hand of a player. I mean, uh, where fans get to shake the hand of a player or just certain things of that of that nature. It feels like football is back, and I think that energy is what these this team needs, especially once you start getting into, you know, day 10, day 11, day 12. Like, you really need something different that's going to keep your brain going because, you know, practice is going to be practice. You know, you're going to have to come in and show up for that. But at the same time, it's like what else is out there that we can do that we won't have the time to do during the season? So it's it's been a cool um, perspective. Um, I think a lot of people from um, – the, the coaches to the players, even the staff, we all feel like, you know, this is what we need to kind of break up some of, some of that monotony. And, and I and I woke up early and I saw a tweet from Gabe A. Henderson. What's your middle name, by the way, man? I don't think I ever knew that. <laughs> you really want it? Yeah, what is it? It's the, uh, the first name in the Bible. Adam? Yeah. I was about to say Alexander. I'm like, I'm thinking presidents. I'm like, wait, what? Alexander the Great. I was like, I was like, Alan? I was like, no, Adam and Eve. Adam, Gabe. So it's Gabriel Adam Henderson. Man, 
Man, you are right. <laughs> it's early, man. You're giving up my full government. I love it. Yo, yeah, your your it, mom bro. went straight <laughs> biblical with that one. But here's a biblical tweet, man. I'm 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 putting this tweet in the Bible. Gabe A. Henderson, at Gabe A. Henderson on Twitter, that those who want to follow, check them out. He says, it's been a fun, it's been fun to watch Kirk Cousins grow in this new offense thus far. We all know Kirk is one of the most accurate QBs in the league. So, people, I not only think that. Gabe does too, because we know Sam's a hater. Uh, to now see him improvising more at Vikings training camp, throwing the ball on the run, is going. It's only going to take this offense to the next level. And when you say that, man, like explain to the fans what you're seeing from Kirk Cousins with his improvising. Yeah, I think this this coaching staff has put Kirk in situations where it's just you know kind of like the blitz period where. You just have multiple guys coming. It's like, hey, Kirk, we need you to throw on the run or we need you to improvise. It's not that they, they're saying that Kirk can't run with the ball. It's just like, hey, there are going to be multiple opportunities for you to make plays with your feet. So we want you to get into the mode of doing that now before the season starts. And Kirk, we know, I mean, Ron, you've seen Kirk run a few times. And I remember you said it, <laughs> it, it almost hurts to see him run. But at the same time, like when Kirk does pull the ball down, he's – like he can, he can, he's, he's got a little bit of wills. Like he can, he can get that thing going. So I think now it's just putting him in situations where he's a little bit more comfortable throwing on the run and not being in the pocket. So he'll never be a, you know, a running quarterback like Lamar Jackson. But I think the more and more that Kirk can use his legs to be able to make plays and open up the playbook, I think that's going to put pressure on the opposing defense to have to game plan for that. It's like, okay, well, Kirk can, he, he's just not a pocket quarterback anymore. He's actually accurate throwing it on the run. So if he can do that, man, especially with with this confidence that Kevin O'Connell is putting in him this year, man, like this offense, it was a top 10 offense the last two years. We might be saying top five offense if that's the case. That's what I'm talking about, Gabe. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> Tell them. Top five. I said that. They don't want to believe. You know what? Don't believe me. Believe Gabe. Because Sam thinks I just want to, like, say that. No. Trust me. If Sam, Kirk Cousins is Sam, doing Sam what Kevin O'Connell's telling him, he's a hater. If Kevin O'Connell, if he just does what Kevin O'Connell says and he trusts the way Matt Stafford did, it's there. You got two of the best receivers in the NFL. You got one of the best running games. But let's switch over to defense. Another Gabe Henderson tweet. We're just going to we're just jumping Gabe, Gabe's DMs. <laughs> first day of pads. I mean, it was the first time we could actually see the Vikings defense. Harrison Phillips did not disappoint, and Dalvin Tomlinson will be a huge contributor in this run game with Eric Kendricks and Jordan Hicks. What did you see from Phillips and Tomlinson in this new 3-4 hybrid? Uh, and I'm not even explaining the hybrid to people. Uh, just understand that a true 3-4 has certain gap alignments. A hybrid 3-4, you're allowing your guys to play around with it a little bit. Or it has a feel of a 4-3 of a the way Daniil Hunter lines up, but we're not going to get into all that because that's that's the fun stuff for me, but I don't want to bore you guys with football talk. But what are you seeing from those two guys in this run game? Physicality. Um, with, with multiple defensive linemen on the field now, you got Zadarius Smith, and Pre I mean, Zadarius Smith and uh, um, Daniil Hunter on, on the outside. I think those guys are just able to be themselves and, and control their gaps and not have to worry about plays bouncing out to the outside because, you know, you got help out there. So they're just able to get physical with, with the guard or the center or people that's in the way of them to, to be able to get into the running back or get to the quarterback. And, you know, pads come on. You really don't understand how good, of a, how good a defense can be until you see that. So the fact that we've seen that physicality, or at least I've seen that physicality from those guys, it just allows Eric Kendricks and, and Jordan Hicks just to play free back there. I mean, we, we know that's what the ultimate goal of a de defensive tackle is, 
to let your linebackers run free. You don't want uh, opposing guards and opposing tackles or opposing offensive linemen getting to that second level, blocking the linebacker. So I think those two guys take um, take heed and, and making sure that they can stop the run and get pressure on the quarterback before it gets to that second level. So, man, it, it, it was good to see. I'm just looking forward to today. Today, the, the pads are going to be back on. We've only seen it. We've only seen practice with one day with the pads on. So today is going to be another day where we actually get to see, okay, can they put this together another day? I, I think they can personally, but that offensive line for the Minnesota Vikings, they, they probably are taking it personal too. It's like, all right, we're O-linemen too. You get to see us also. So it, I expect some, some, some really good competition on both sides of the ball, but especially on that defensive line with Harrison Phillips and Dalvin Thomason. And let's praise Gabe a little bit. For those that haven't seen it, Gabe Henderson, alongside Tatum Everett, were on the NFL Network as the Vikings reporters. <laughs> but they got to do the national NFL Network report from training camp as they go around the league. Um, huge honor to do it. Uh, proud of you, bro. I, I, I was excited Appreciate to see it. it. Hopefully the NFL Network doesn't come take you too soon because uh, I still need you around here for a little bit more to kind of help me out through the weeds. Uh, but I think, but I think how was that, man? When you guys got that sure. kind of call or text or email from Skip, like, or whoever, Brian Harper, uh, letting you guys know you're going to be on the NFL Network this day or whatever day. Um, if they told you before, which I'm guessing they did, because they don't tell you the morning of, uh, how was that like going to sleep knowing the next day? It's kind of like Christmas, but how was that going to sleep, waking yeah. up the next day, knowing, and then, you know, leading up to that process? Yeah, man, it was, uh, it was a cool feeling. And hopefully, um, NFL Network doesn't steal me from uh, the Ron Johnson show. I think the Ron Johnson show, <laughs> man, you, you're killing, you're killing it right now. So continue to, you know, elevate. I, I'm happy to help whenever you need me. But it was one of those opportunities where um, the NFL Network, they had this thing called Back to Football Saturday. So we knew it was coming. We just didn't know it, like, mm -hmm. in what capacity. So when I got yep. the news that, like, hey, you and Tatum, we, we want you for this year. And we got a couple of hits for you guys. I was like, dude, let's like, let's get it. I think at the same time, while it's the, the major platform, it's an opportunity for us to represent the Vikings and put the Vikings in a positive light because there's a, there's a lot of buzz around here, rightfully so, because we got a lot of talent on this team. But when I got that tech or well, that email, I was like, let's go. Like, you know, I hit my mom, hit my dad up. I was like, hey, two o'clock central time. Like, make sure y'all check it out. And the thing is, my, my parents forgot and accident, accidentally turned the TV on at like 2.05. I was like, oh, I saw you. I was like, bro, I told you last week. Like, so it, it was it was fun. To, it was fun to get that opportunity, man. Um, as we continue to elevate, Tatum is very talented at what she does. So um, we push each other, and hopefully, this will be another opportunity where we can continue to to represent the Vikings on a, a large platform. Yeah, and, and so looking at the season outlook, and you're traveling to Vegas, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I'm not gambling. <laughs> you're not doing any early season prop bets i mean first person to throw the first touchdown in a preseason game i mean there's gotta be some props out there that, that don't hurt you like come on man like is justin jefferson gonna have more yards than Devontae adams in the preseason game like i know there's some props out there i was gonna throw you like a little 50 you know go 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 hook me up calvin ridley style uh hey, shout not, out to calvin ridley no that's wrong man <laughs> Shout out to Calvin Ridley. No. I ain't taking no money yet. <laughs> I got fifty for you. You know, no, but uh... 
<laughs> it's got to be as Kirk Cousins is going to have more yards than Sean Mannion and Kellen Mond combined. <laughs> I guarantee that's a prop bet out there. Like, it's it's got to be a prop for game one because you never know how long the QB1 is going to play, and then you don't know what QB2 or 3 are really going to do because uh, I've seen games where backups have, like, 10 yards because they are just horrible, having a horrible game. But anyway, looking at going to Vegas, um, what, what's that? Because, I mean, again, this is it's funny. When I was just talking to my wife about, like, you know, softball stuff. My daughter, uh, I guess I can announce it now because her teammates are going to find out today, but she's no longer going to play little league softball, I guess you want to call it. She's moving on to club yeah. ball, even though she's only 11. Um, you know, it was a hard decision. We felt like LeBron James uh, last night. We had to make the decision by 9 p.m. And, you know, we kind of let her and we called her and she had the biggest smile and that was all we needed. We're like the, the fact that she had the huge smile, like, yep, I'm ready to, to take this next step. I want to be challenged. Um, so, you know, and then me and my wife are looking at the calendar, like, okay, what's her schedule going to be like? We got a travel tournament in Iowa. We're going to Chicago. Like, it's all these travel deals now. I was like, man, wait a minute. Football is up next week. So when Monday hits next week, you guys are going to have your Vegas schedule. Like, what does Vegas week yeah. look like? Like, how man, are you preparing for that? Man, if, if it's any, anything similar to last year, the preseason, when we went to, um, where did we go? We went to Kansas City. It's a it's a pretty loaded week. I think um, since we play on a Sunday, it's like a Sunday afternoon. It's going to mm -hmm. be a lot of more downtime to like I, I wouldn't say like roam the city, but like figure things out and like relax. I, I think a lot of us are looking forward to it because it means football season is back. I mean, granted there is a NFL game this upcoming Friday, but I think next week it'll it'll be weird because you, you kind of got to dust those cobwebs off. It's like oh like is this cool to do this or like it's like it's pregame meal at this point, but Right. I'm, I'm not 100% sure of like what the schedule will actually look like. I feel like we won't we mm -hmm. don't get that until like two or three days before. And I feel like um, the operation <laughs> guys do they, they they do that on purpose just to make sure you don't make any plans, which is, which is probably can be a good thing if you're going to Vegas. So I'm, right. I'm just going there for business, man. And I just want to see that new stadium. I think, you know, seeing that new stadium and, and seeing, you know, what this Vikings team can, can do under the bright lights on a Sunday, like. I think you got to be hyper about football season if that's the case. Because for it being preseason, I, I can only imagine the veterans that already have gotten kind of the nod, like, hey, you're probably not going to play much. Maybe in defense, more so off offense, you got to know your plays. But defense kind of like, I just got to fly around, make some plays, and I'm out after one series. Like, I can see yeah. some guys sitting at the tables when, you, when they say, hey, you got one hour break before uh, whatever, uh, the next meeting. I can see some guys running down that elevator to go sit at one of them <laughs> tables real quick. I mean, I mean, especially if you just signed a big contract, you know, like I can see a guy pulling out, you know, 10 stacks, going to sit at the table real quick, putting it all on black, seeing what happened, you know, like, I mean, hey, hey, it's just a, it's just a little bet. You're just betting on the dice. You're betting on the little ball that rolls around the roulette table. But, you know, because I've, I've been to Vegas and I did a couple college games down there. And I remember that. Like, I remember them telling us, like, hey, it's a six o'clock kickoff, so we don't need you at the stadium to four. I woke up like, man, I ran around the city for a little bit, did a jog. One of the best runs I've ever had, just the visuals. Man, I mean, it's Vegas. Oven, you already know. You know, oh, man. Vegas yeah, it was, like, it was hot. Like but out there. It is, but it was it was a good – I mean, because Minnesota was like 60 or 50 degrees at that time. So it was just good <laughs> to be outside running. I was posting. People were pissed off. Like, oh, really? You're going to post? You're running in the sun right now? We're in 50 <laughs> degrees, you selfish <laughs> son of a – like <laughs> – so, you know, like live it up, man. I'm saying go go sit at the pool, you know, take your shirt off, take a couple selfies, 
you know, do do the yeah. uh, the basic girl p- picture, how they take a picture of, like their knees at the pool and then show the pool, you know. <laughs> you know how they yeah, do when like, they get to the pool. Have, like, <laughs> what's the, uh, the little tall cups where they got like the long straw in it? You know, oh yeah, 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 like the big drink. I forgot you talk about. Yeah, like the yeah. the the peach rum or the paradise deal. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got to have your little paradise drink at the pool, man. You know, post up with your yeah, Vikings I'm... towel or something. Let them know you. Because I mean, I, and, I, and it'll be interesting because I know when the college teams they took a whole floor just for security reasons to make sure the players didn't run into anything, anybody. Because mm-hmm. in Vegas, you don't know what you're going to run into in that elevator, and so they want to make sure they kept the players far away, far away. From anybody, I mean, because it could be a gal of the night that's just in your yeah, elevator, a, like, which you, that, you, that's, a good, that's a you really, know, <laughs> that's a really good point. Because like, if you if you're in a hotel in Vegas, man, and like, just say all your time is spent in that hotel, you forget where you are. Like, you you just like, all right, exactly. and I'm back in Minnesota, but but as soon as you hit that elevator, bro, like, it is it is a new ball game. It's like, oh shoot, yeah, we we're in Vegas right now because you start seeing some of and those it's a weekend. So, yeah. You're going to have yeah. bachelorette parties. You're going to have bachelor parties. <laughs> and they start at 7 a.m. on a Saturday for a bachelor bachelorette party. I mean, you might see Thanks. the dudes from Hangover with Mike Tyson and a tiger walking through the lobby. I mean, you just don't know. So, no, but I'm excited, man, because we, we just got our we just got off our conference call the other day. We're doing our Vikings game day live. I know we're probably going to have some live hits from Vegas. So, yeah. and, and, and again, and, 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 and I'm, I'm sad that Hobie won't be doing it. So it'd be interesting to see this year, but I've already asked them that I want to throw more questions out at you guys. Cause I'm looking forward to finding out what you guys did. So Vikings game day live Sunday, <laughs> be ready to tell me about your Saturday. Cause I want to set the scene for the fans. And maybe you could just say, Hey, I saw the players roaming around. They all look business-like they got their headphones yeah. on from Bowles. Shout out to Bowles, you know, sponsor the Vikings headphone wear, blah, blah, you know, like, you know, we're going to try to get set that vibe of what Vegas is like. But, Gabe, last one before I let you go, man. I know you're a busy guy. Um, last one. When you think about game one for Kevin O'Connell in Las Vegas, Kirk Cousins probably gets one series. What do the fans need to see from Kirk and Kevin O'Connell to feel like, okay, this team's ready to go? Man, I just think probably just something different than play action passing, even though that's that's going to be a thing that's going to be a part of this offense because play action passing is what um, makes the league continue to go forward. Because if you run the ball every single play, you need to confuse the defense. But I think people want to see like, you know, quick, quick throws or maybe just like one long shot or like a, mm-hmm. a deep post route that gets the fans excited. I think anything, any big play that this team has that, that week one game, Vikings fans will be excited about it. Um, everybody just wants to see what this offense is going to look like. And chances are you're only going to see about 10% of this offense. Just, just being honest, you'll see a lot of ISO ISO runs up the middle or a lot of uh, <laughs> read plays or you, you're not going to see the full playbook. But I think anything that is uh, an explosive play, 20, 30 yards or more, I, I think that would be a, a success for Kevin O'Connell and Kirk Cousins in that first game because – you're you're really not going to see what this true offense is going to be. Just being honest with you, I mean, you play receiver in the league, oh, yeah, you know yeah, how those first know. preseason games are. So it's you just want to see a big play, and you just want to yep. see something that's going to get get the event, get the fans excited. Yeah, little buddy, buddy receiver DB out there. Hey man, it's gonna be a run, man. Hey, just chill out. Don't push me into the pile. <laughs> hey, hey, let's 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 get out of here healthy. I mean, Justin Jefferson, I'm feeling. We know that we're gonna they're gonna be talking to those corners. Hey, it's a run, man. Chill out. Like, don't be pushing me into this pile. But, no, thank you, Gabe Henderson, for, for hanging with Ron Johnson and joining me. Up next, we got the Daily Three. That's three questions, three minutes each. 
Here we go. There's a theme of today's Daily Three, and that theme is three. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, unfortunately, the Vikings have three injuries to running backs. Kene Wangwu, he's out. He's day-to-day, been out for the past couple practices. Dalvin Cook, left ring finger. Don't know exactly what happened to it, but it was being held very delicately by a trainer. He was brought off the field, came back with a wrap on it. Then he put gloves on to cover up the injury. He didn't want people to see, but he did not go back to practice. Alexander Madison, left middle finger, got wrapped yesterday. He sat out the rest of practice. So fingers, and this includes Herb Smith's thumb, fingers are getting in the way of the Vikings uh, so far here, Ron. What's your concern level about the fingers of Dalvin Cook and uh, Alex Madison, and then whatever's afflicting Kene Wangwu. Uh, the Wangwu thing, I mean, being day to day, that's tough because I've seen that before too. We've we've seen that song, we've seen that dance. It's day to day. He's day to day. He's day to day, and the next thing you know, he's out for eight weeks. So I don't know what his is. I mean, we know he's a fast guy, so hopefully it's not a hamstring or something or something soft tissue that he needs to be fast uh, because he is the kick returner. Like, we know how fast he is. We've seen him actually break one away. Uh, year two, he's going to have a lot more to him. I think in this offense, you know, you throw a swing pass to him in space, that's scary. Like, with that speed, if you can clear out the receivers and he can get going before the DBs even have a chance to turn around and realize this dude is outrunning our linebackers right now because a linebacker can't keep up with him. No way, no how, no chance. Most safeties probably can't. Some of your faster 4-3 cornerbacks, 4-4 cornerbacks probably can, but this guy is track fast. So that one worries me a little bit because, you know, when they don't really disclose and they just kind of say, you know, lower leg injury or day-to-day rest or whatever it might be uh sometimes it, it's worse than they think um the finger thing dalvin cook alexander madison's fingers and Irv smith you could throw that in there uh it's not as scary i mean the surgery one okay that's that's like okay let's see how he comes back dalvin cook coming back out hopefully it's not a surgery hopefully it's just a badge i mean we know football basketball it's you jam fingers all the time it, it's one of those sports where i mean I, I mean i can't even put my wedding ring on it's a rubber band now um there's days where i can't put it on because i've broken my knuckles and they just it won't slide over it so i have to wear the rubber band hmm. i mean i don't know if you ever seen bobby bell's fingers <laughs> i don't know if you've i mean spice adams has ugly fingers like there's some shack has some bad looking fingers like, it's just a basketball thing. Like, basketball, football players wreck their fingers. Uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things. You, I mean, I've seen guys put their hand up like this, and this pinky is pointing that way. And so it's, it is what it is. They're gonna, you're going to mess them up, but you're going to play, play through pain. The fingers are going to hurt. But, hey, once the game gets going and you got that, that energy and that juice going, it hurts when you're just sitting in the bed. But when you're just getting that juice going, they'll be fine. So I, I think those finger guys are going to be fine as long as they don't have to have surgery. I have no clue how Dalvin Cook did it, but some people are theorizing that the coaches had, like, the football on a stick using or trying to punch the ball out during that drill um, and that one of them broke his finger. No clue if it's true, um, but I think it's an interesting conspiracy theory because Tom Pelissero posted a video of of him doing that drill, and they kind of hit him pretty hard with the stick. So um, we'll see what the update is on him. O'Connell talks today. Uh, Before the next question, Built Bar. The puffs, if you haven't had them, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. I just finished a box of the cookie dough and the s'more puffs, and I'm craving more. I'm going through withdrawals right now. Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. Can you imagine how tasty that is? 
only 160 calories and 15 grams of protein. Yes, covered in 100% real chocolate, healthy, tasty, cookie dough, light, fluffy, texture. Uh, you're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff as well, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar. Built.com, promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your order, promo code LOCKED15. Continuing with the theme of three, Ron Johnson, the Twins traded for three pitchers. Starter, Tyler Malley from the Reds. Reliever, Michael Fulmer from the Tigers. Reliever, Jorge Lopez from the Orioles. And they added a catcher from the Guardian, Sandy Leone. But three pitchers coming uh, to Minnesota, including Michael Fulmer from Detroit. Fulmer just had to walk across from clubhouse to clubhouse uh, because the Twins were playing the Tigers. So that was kind of interesting. <laughs> Ron, what what do you make of the Twins going and getting three pitchers? Do you like the haul? Uh, I, I've seen that before. I like the, Going back to the Michael Fulmer thing, I think that's the funniest thing ever. I, I think that was hockey that happened before where a guy like literally in the middle of a game was like playing for one team and then got traded. And so they actually had to go tell him, you can no longer dress for this team right now. You have to go, like, look the story up. He had to go over to the other locker room for hockey. And I think he actually, I think, I think it was the first time, like, a guy actually played, like, for two teams in one game. And, and, and I, thought, I saw it on, like, a 30 for 30 or something, or ESPN, or can't remember what. Now, maybe it's not completely true the way it is, but I remember that story being told about, it was either hockey or basketball, but I think it was hockey where a guy literally was, on the ice with the team, or maybe he was warming up with his one team, and then they told him, hey, you're on this team now. They just traded you, and he had to get all of his stuff and go into the other locker room. Um, so the, the fact that like he's out there with the the Tigers, he flew in with the Tigers, and then all of a sudden they're like, uh, hey, you, you just got traded, so yeah. Yeah. It's like that awkward silence from uh, Austin Powers when he, like, with uh, Dr. Evil. When he's looking at, yeah. you know, Scotty, his son, and then little mini me. And he's like, yeah. He's like, but he's not your son. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, so they walk him down to the thing. There's a picture of him going to the locker room. Um, I, I like to this. Jorge Lopez, Michael Fulmer, and Tyler Molly. Um, we, we, I said that before. I said, you know, I think Lavelli Neal tweeted that out. You know, the Twins fans want three or four pitchers. And if they don't get that, that's not enough. Well, they did get three. Now, are these three enough? We'll see. This is the one thing I say about baseball. I don't think there's like, I mean, like Syndergaard. I thought that would have been a good one, but they couldn't get it. Um, here's the thing I, I look at the most with this group. Maybe that's enough. Maybe these three are enough to say, hey, now we have some extra arms in the bullpen that we know can throw. We know can get us through these games. We have the bats. Let's see what happens next. So I think it was good, but we'll see what happens. Of course, the Twins had one final bullpen collapse last night for good measure before they get the reinforcements. Uh, Griffin Jacks has a terrible seventh inning, and the Twins lose 5-3 to three to the Tigers. They finish that series this afternoon. Twins are still clinging to a one-game lead. Uh, they've got Toronto coming into town this weekend for a big series. Got to win today's game against the, uh, the Tigers, though, and win that series. Last one, uh, Kirill Kaprizov failed twice to exit his country of Russia. There was a lot of concern. The wild were dismayed. And the third time was apparently the charm. By way of Turkey, Kirill Kaprizov got out of the country, is back in America, is back in Minnesota, where he will be participating for the wild 
as scheduled. So obviously that's big for the hockey team, but big for Kirill Kaprizov too. You hear about guys getting put in jail for um, neglecting Russian military duty. Um, it was mm-hmm. always kind of unclear about how legitimate the charges were or if there, if there was any real validity to those. Um, but it's got to be a big relief for Kaprizov and a big relief for the, uh, for the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, I mean, he he made it back. I mean, we see the Brittany Griner trade they're trying to make. Uh, I think she gets her verdict maybe Friday or Monday. But, you know, they're going to try to make a trade for her uh, and another guy for like a Russian um, terrorist or something. I don't know, like a, or arms dealer. So uh, the fact that they're already trying to make those trades, I think, you know, Kaprizov's thing just got blown out of proportion because of what's going on in America. Maybe his was something simple like a, a visa that was expired or um, the the entry point in which he tried to enter the U.S. just got weird, and they were trying to figure out why. Um, I mean, I definitely understand it. But, again, in, in today's world, we have to be on high alert for a lot of stuff like that because there are actual wars going on, even though that a lot of times we don't have them on our home soil. Uh, we often don't think about others. We don't think about the global world. We think about the U.S. as this, if it's just like, oh, there was everything's the way it should be here. No. Like there's other stuff in other countries that we don't see. And so I think whatever happened, you know, it happened for a reason in those other places he tried to enter the U.S. through. Um, but he did make it back. So 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 thanks and, 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 and thank God he made it back safe and wasn't detained and didn't have to deal with any weird stuff. Because that's for a guy his age, young, you know, it, that could be scary. You know, that could be a tough situation um, to deal with. But he did make it back. And now. Wild fans can be happy he's back, and the organization can be happy he's back. And now it's time for them to try to get past the first round of the playoffs. And this is it starts now because you know, which is crazy to think these guys are already like kind of in their offseason deal, and then training camp's coming up. But that's what's next. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Kaprizov, I think the decision for him is, do I like want to go home every offseason? I mean, imagine being right. in that position, like not being able to go back to your home country if that's the risk you're facing because. You know, when you get into talking about trading prisoners or trading people from country to country, you know, now the door mm-hmm. is kind of open now for Russia to say, well, this person has, you know, a lot of influence in America. Um, you know, if we just sort of collect all these people as currency and use them to bargain, like that's a scary reality. Um, right. And I, I don't know how much danger he was ever really in. Might have been, I'm sure we'll hear from him at some point, but tough situation for him to be in for sure. Well, this is the Locked On Sports Minnesota Podcast Network. I'm Ron Johnson. This is the Ron Johnson Show. That's Sam Ekstrom. That was Gabe Henderson. We want to thank you all for continuing to download, subscribe, listen, like, share, and comment. Please make sure you download the podcast and subscribe wherever you get your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, whatever it might be. Thank you, and have a great day. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.